always have to, I always have to wait for the lick to finish. It's so good. You just want to hear it. I want to keep talking, <laughs> but the lick is still going. Every time we do the podcast, now that we're doing it twice in two weeks here, I'm always, I got that riff stuck in my head. So we can thank mm-hmm. Jack Fawcett for that. If you look him up on YouTube, Jack, Jack Fawcett has done a ton of uh, demos of our pickups and things like that. Mm-hmm. So another shout out to you, Jack, yeah, if you are listening. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But we do have an idea. We will not uh, talk about it on this episode, but... Uh, eventually we will maybe do something different for the intro. So that's all we'll say. That's a, that's a teaser. A teaser for you so guys. For those who are just waiting for something different, there may be something different in the future. That's all we got on that, and we will not reveal any new information. So we're back here. Um, we actually are recording this in the afternoon, which is kind of weird, so we're all coffeeed up. We had a whole day of building stuff, um, building pickups and guitars mm-hmm. and all sorts of stuff. Um, the first thing, though, we're going to start off the show with kind of uh, some of our intro topics, and one of the big topics that uh, we'd like to talk about, again, is the pickup chooser. So, Marco, why don't you kind of explain the pickup chooser in, in 20 seconds? Okay. So the pickup chooser on our website, porterpickups.com, you can go and kind of punch in what what kind of you would be using the your pickup for, what your ideal pickup is for the style of music you play or you know what kind of thing you're into. And it'll give you a couple suggestions based on what what you plugged in there, and and that's kind of a good place to start, I think. Yeah, for sure. And and one when of you the have things, no idea what you want, <laughs> yes, exactly. So basically, I mean, you can share your gear, you can share um, picture of your guitar, things like that. So it's really helpful if you're if you're buying, like, say, a loaded pickguard for a Strat or something. Oh, here's my guitar. What do you think? And we can actually suggest cover colors and options. I mean, you don't have to go with our suggestions, but. Someone uh, here will email you back if you fill out that. So we'll put a link to the Pickup Chooser in the show notes so you have a link to that. Um, If you are interested or curious about our pickups, that's a great way to at least throw out some information and we will help you narrow down the search because we do have a lot of options. Mm -hmm. Um, So quickly, all the the major things, where to find us. Um, Obviously, if you're listening to this, you're finding us on some sort of podcasting platform. So we appreciate you listening. Uh, Make sure you're subscribing. If you're on iTunes, you can go to our Podbean page as well. Um, the the community tab at the website with the the Tonecast link mm-hmm. down below. You can find the the show there. Listen to past episodes. Also, we have our Facebook Tone community. So if you search for Porter Pickups Tone community, you can find us on there. And also the regular social media, YouTube, Instagram, all that stuff. Look for us on there. We'll be there with all sorts of different content as well. Um, since we're kind of early in the week, maybe we can tie in a little bit of like late last week or early this week, but kind of, uh, just some highlights for you of what we've been doing in the shop this week. Well, uh, last week we did get, uh, an order for our first Argentinian, right? Argentina. Yeah. We have a dealer in Argentina now. So that's, that was exciting. It's, it's always fun to see, uh, where the pickups end up. And today we even had those go out and some go into Japan and some go in, just all over the place. Yeah. So it's, it's really cool to uh, make those and to, to see them fly out into the world. <laughs> yes, to be installed in guitars everywhere, which is really cool. I mean, it's kind of weird still when we get orders internationally. Um, we've been getting a lot more international business in the last couple of years, but um, seeing them go to different countries and seeing people um, you know, on the phone with a guy from France and, <laughs> and stuff like that today. So it was just kind of cool to... Uh, to be making our stuff here and, and 
it goes everywhere. Yeah. Literally, we've, we had some guys in the shop last week. Hey, where do you sell your stuff? I'm like, uh, everywhere. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. You know, it's all over, which is really cool. Always curious how the brand gets to different parts of the world too, but um, some of the, that we'll never know. But yeah. there's a lot of stuff that's out there, which the is internet. pretty cool. <laughs> yes, the internet. That explains everything. <laughs> um, we also got a couple uh, cool things going on with some guitar projects. Um, we've got a couple new dealers on board. We've got Upfront Guitars, Cottonwood Music Emporium in California. Uh, we're sending guitars out to them. We are actually... Um, just about to send our second guitar to Cottonwood this um, this week, and yeah. so t- tomorrow we're recording this on a Tuesday. So Wednesday is kind of our media day, but we're bumping this up, and uh, we're gonna get a clip, some sound clips of this uh, Krosis guitar that we're we're doing. It's got three different pick guards with three different pickup sets, and uh, with our Quick Connect system, and we'll put a link of, to that as well in in the uh, show notes is for the guitar website so you can see kind of the crosses but we're going to feature all these different quick connect pick guards in this in this uh, single guitar and see you can see how versatile it sounds mm-hmm. so that'll be that'll be a fun project i think this week as well um and as we talked about last week we're kind of trying to introduce some business stuff into um into each of our podcasts some some of them will be very much like more focused on business some will be like this where we're topical or we're talking about a pickup set and then talking a little bit about business, uh, what's new in the shop, things like that. Um, the, the biggest thing I think that, that I wanted to talk to about today is kind of the challenge of, of how to plan for the guitars. You know, I, I think for, for us, we've been doing the pickups long enough. We, you know, we certainly can do things differently or more efficiently or better. We're always working on that. But with the guitars, they take a long time. Uh, we were just talking about this actually, like, about an hour ago, yeah. just like, man, we we had a good start to the year, and we got went through a bunch of guitars and and sold a bunch, and now we're trying to figure out how to get back in stock. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that becomes like part of the business challenge, I think for for me is okay. So I've got ten, eleven guitars on the build schedule right now, and how do I sort that out? Because obviously they're not like they're not as cheap as a pickup set to make, obviously. Mm-hmm. Not as and easy. <laughs> not as easy. Yes, I've been chasing down uh, all sorts of fun stuff with uh, warped wood and uh, CNC bit flying out and all sorts of stuff. I mean, you just don't... You never kinda, know, yeah. You have to plan your best, and then when stuff comes up, then you have to adjust, and, and sometimes it's really... It can be very discouraging because you're like, how did I... You know, I wanted to finish this by this date, and then now I didn't. And some stuff were like contracting... You know, we haven't had MJT guitars do some some relic finishing for us on a few of the guitars, and we're doing some in-house finishing. And so we sent some out this week to be finished, but there's a lead time on that, so we have to kind of wait until those come back to where we can finish them out, and then we can do some stuff in the shop. But I think that's hard for me because sometimes if we need a pickup set, we can, you know, spend 40 minutes and just crank it out from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Or with a guitar, you know, I can get it done, but then I still have to wait two months for paint or I have to you know, make sure all the sanding and the fretwork went okay and the, the setup is right. And yeah. it can't just happen overnight. And I really wish it could sometimes because cause in in this day and age, I think we're we're all wanting stuff fast. And even when we're trying to build it, we, okay, well, now we don't have that many guitars listed on the website, so I need to get more done. And and it's just kind of that, that balance of planning ahead. And so I think for me, it's just um, taking a lot of time to think about each step so rather than think about the the ten that I want to build, um, I am thinking about the ten. But 
what can I get done this week mm-hmm. with number two and three instead of nine and ten or, or whatever. Which, yeah. which ones are faster and quicker? Sorry, I hit my microphone there. <laughs> the cable's kind of like really sensitive. <laughs> it's it's an emo cable, so it's a or a hipster cable, I guess. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so that's kind of the the challenge I think in the business side of uh, every business is like you know how do we buy the inventory? If I buy a bunch of hardware but I don't have guitars finished, it it just it's sitting it's here. It's sit not. There, yeah. It's not really you know point. Uh, there's a point to that. And then then now as we've kind of been working together on that stuff, it's like I got to get you the the order for the pickups for all these guitars and say, Hey, we need to put these in the sheet and get them done. And, but sometimes we don't need those right away either. I think we learned that early on. I know. Yeah. Do you remember last summer where we had a list of like yeah, 20 pickups? Yeah. We had, we had this big list and we were so excited. We were so organized and we knocked out like a whole bunch of those pickup sets. And then we had various delays on the guitars and, and paint and things like that. And, and so we had all these pickups done that were, that didn't have a home. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of learned our lesson to just, just wait and work on things one at a time. Yeah, like oh. slow and steady and yeah, kind of just keep a good pace and it'll... Yeah, and I was reading uh, uh, Bob Taylor's book and he talks about that. Um, there was a guy that sat down with him and said, you know, would you rather have 10 uncomplete guitars or one complete guitar? And so that kind of changed the way he thought about it. It's like, you got to get one done and move on to the next. And sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, with our CNC, we cut two necks and two fretboards at a time. So obviously I can plan ahead a little bit when those are happening, but... You know, having a bunch of cutout stuff is is good, but it's, but you have to have a truss rod, you have to have inlays, you have to have all this other stuff. So yeah, frets, <laughs> yes, frets, and yeah, we ran out of fret wire mm-hmm. one time, and I think we had two frets left on a neck, and so you're like, oh, I didn't plan that correctly, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So just put the point being is was kind of adjusting to um, adjusting to the reality. So if you don't have the money, you just you take it one step at a time. Um, ideally, there's a cash flow in the future where guitars are coming in and out at a good pace and you're always able to just keep, you know, tons of them going, but then mm-hmm. that requires the labor and all that other stuff. So really where we're at, um, just to be honest, is just trying to, trying to move through it at a safe pace, you know, making sure that we're not going too extreme, that we're getting stuff done and that we're building orders for customers or dealers, but also that we're just building stuff that we want to build too. And that's kind of the, the that's the it. challenge because, <laughs> you know, I just finished gluing up a five-piece neck. I've never done one of those, um, so that'll be fun to see that kind of come come out. But uh, yeah, it's it's this prediction thing. It's kind of uh, you know, hey, we made this blue guitar and it has this and this and this, and hope hope you like it, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And and a lot of times, I think we've been picking some pretty good specs, but sometimes it's it's a little tricky. You're hoping that okay, you, we either go like super weird extreme that someone's just like, I gotta have it because it's so unique. Or we choose some safe options like a Sunburst or an Olympic White. And we've done that too, and and those haven't stayed around very long. So mm-hmm. there's this kind of like, you know, how do we how do we balance the the color schemes and, and the versatility of the guitars and, yeah. and all those elements. But I think, you know, we've we've probably we've had a lot of fun with the last batch of guitars, the last probably like ten or fifteen guitars that we've been having through the shop here. It's like it's been fun to see the different options and enjoy playing them and getting to know each guitar yeah and then you know we've had some that have been they've all been really good of course we're not going to say that some are bad but (laughs) every once in a while you'll get one that's like a little bit more special and maybe it's just resonance of the woods and things like that and we've been really trying to pick woods that are that are solid and and all that stuff so 
we're kind of uh, paring it down to like make a good guitar and get it done. And when we say we're going to get it done and then move from there and kind of one step at a time. So it's, it's the slow and steady, but <laughs> I think that's the way we have to do it right now. Yeah. I mean, and that gives you time to really make sure that, you know, that the detail is there because that's the difference between, you know, a good guitar and a great guitar is about a hundred details. And we're just making sure that we've got them all in, in the right place. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, let's jump into our main topic. Uh, we're going to be talking about mini humbuckers. So you've actually been winding a decent amount of mini humbuckers yeah. lately. Uh, one, we'll play some sound clips, but we've had a couple of our own guitars that have had minis in them recently. And that's really been, I think, for us kind of nice because we've had a chance to sit down and just jam on the mini humbuckers for a while. It's not exactly a pickup that is in tons of different guitars. Mm-hmm. And there was a gap of... You know, right now we haven't had a Jazzmaster loaded guitar forever. <laughs> you know, but there's a gap with without a mini humbucker loaded guitar for a long time. And most of the time, someone's not going to walk through the front door and say, "Hey, I want a set of mini humbuckers." Um, but we do sell the, them at a fairly good pace, and so we're trying to support some of these. We call them kind of fringe models. They're not like necessarily yeah, bestsellers, not but Strats or Tellys. Yeah, or... exactly. But we're trying to support them by making the content and again putting them in our own guitars has allowed us to spend more time with them and better mm-hmm. describe them and and kind of know what they're capable of. So I guess from the perspective of you're doing a lot of the building on these minis, what what are the things that you like about them? I know that at the core we won't really get into the technical details, but really they're just a mini mini version of our classic humbucker mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Uh, but what are, what are some things that you like about them? Well, I I just kind of like the way that they look in those uh we have rings that enable them to fit into a like a P90 mount, like a Les Paul Deluxes and stuff. So I just I just like that look that it's just small, and you think that you know it's a nice little humbucker that won't take your lunch money or whatever. But you plug it in, you kick on the drive, and it just it screams, you know. And and especially in that middle position, sometimes with humbuckers in the middle position, I, I'm not the biggest fan. But with the minis, it really like that's I think where the unique voice really shines through and especially with some gain and yeah a good they're, amp. they're, cl- they're kind of uh cleaner a little bit more spanky in the middle position mm-hmm. and I, I always like the thing about them that i like the most is is they're not as big and boomy as a regular yeah. humbucker, but you get the hum canceling benefits and so they're kind of like a, a step up from a from a telecaster pickup i like to kind of think of them that way yeah a little bit of snap a little bit of twang but they're not thin sounding at all yeah. either. So they they kind of sit in this interesting spot. So one of the things we thought we'd, we'd do is go ahead and share um, a couple sound clips of our mini humbuckers. That way we're doing a little more interactive kind of stuff with the podcast. Um, this first guitar is a, one of our Lebois models. It's an alder body and a roasted maple neck with a all roast, actually all roasted maple neck. So the fretboard's roasted as well. Um, so here is... A couple clips, uh, a clean followed by a dirty clip of the mini humbuckers.
So in that clip there, we were just going through the neck and then the middle and then the bridge on that. So let's listen to another clip with a little more dirty. So that was a little bit of dirty clips through all three positions, I believe, on that one as well. We're using the uh, Tyler Amps JT14. We have a Cascade Fathead 2 microphone on the cab running straight into uh, Logic in the universal audio interface. So just uh, for you <laughs> recording signal nerds there. Yeah. <laughs> That's the actual... Um, audio part of our YouTube clips as well. So that's kind of what we're sharing there um, using the Jetter gold standard drive, which is one of our favorites, one of our, the shop favorites. <laughs> so we're going to go on to an, another uh, mini humbucker clip in one of our other Lebois models. This will be the canary wood model. We call it. So it's actually can all canary wood neck and then a basswood body with a relic on it. So if you've seen that on our social media, it's a pretty cool guitar also at cottonwood music right now available so uh, if you're so if you, interested if yeah. you're listening right now and you have to have it and you love the sound um we're gonna go just uh through another clip of the three-way tones and then we're going to uh share a little bluesy track and we'll just go ahead and put those together and then we will talk about it after that
All right, and for this next clip, this is a track that uh, we put together and uh, Brian's playing over it, but just so you can hear it in the mix. So there was the turnaround there. It kind of got cut off by the... I remember when we were doing that clip, it kind of just got cut off by the the looper, you know, recording in the loops. Mm -hmm. so. We're professionals. <laughs> yes, so obviously. You no. can tell that our audio editing skills are, are amazing. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's about it for this show. We wanted to share some sound clips, make it a little more interactive. We'd love to have some feedback on the show if you want to go to the, um, the community tab and the Tonecast page. There's a little form where... You can suggest topics. Um, we are already working to set up some interviews for future shows with some artists. Uh, one of the things we'd like to talk about is kind of like life as a full-time musician and um, not from our perspective, obviously, because we are kind of musicians that work on gear stuff, but mm -hmm. from someone who gigs all the time and makes their living playing music, I'd like to have a lot more people like that on shows because I think that that's also interesting. That's the other side of yeah. this you know we're selling gear to people that would really love to play full-time or maybe some of them do obviously um, so that's going to be coming up we will try to get one of those shows rolling here soon and again as we uh kind of get this podcast rolling we do appreciate you guys listening to to the tone cast and thanks so much for your support of the business as well and we've we've got cool stuff i know we kind of hinted at a couple things last episode of new stuff coming this year um we are also in the in the works on attending a few guitar shows as well, so hopefully we will be able to make some announcements on those as well. You can come come see us and yeah, come meet us. Don't don't worry about meeting us, but come play our stuff. <laughs> yeah, just just come play our yeah, stuff. Yeah, just come play our stuff. We'll be there, uh, but... but we can't bring Yukon to the uh, guitar yeah, shows. Unfortunately, so you'll have to uh, just take our word for it that he's he's home safe or something like that. Yeah, so. he's asleep somewhere. In exactly. Some exactly. Well, thanks again, guys, and. And we'll catch you next show.